You're listening to Charleston's retirement coach, Brandon Bowen. Our day-to-day lives are still very different than they used to be. And since this whole virus hit, many of us have had a hard time finding toilet paper in the stores. My Mm -hmm. mom's sister called the other night and said, Kristen, are you good with toilet paper? Because I went to Costco (laughs) or Sam's, I forget where she went. And I got a bunch and I'll drop some off to your folks and to you. And I was like, thanks, Aunt Debbie, but I'm okay. I'm okay. But it's because it's scarce. Yeah, it's a sign of a good friend. They're checking if you got your your TP, you got your stock, if you're, you know, stocked up and ready to go. That's right. That's right. (laughs) But you listening might be surprised to learn that there are other products besides toilet paper that have seen even bigger sales increases. So, Brandon, we were talking about this article before today's show. Mm-hmm. What are your guesses on what those items that have seen bigger sales? I thought the normal uh, toilet paper and gloves, and, and in fact, on this list here, gloves is the number one mm-hmm. skyrocketing in sales. It's up 670% <laughs> there. But Kristen, number two, I didn't even think about this, was bread making machines. Our producer, Doug, is making bread weekly. He is a single man that lives alone. I don't know that he has a bread making (laughs) machine, but the reason this started is because he had trouble finding bread when he wanted it at the store. So he's like, I'm going to figure out how to make bread. And he's loving it. I mentioned it to Stacy, my wife, and she was like, oh yeah, I see people all the time posting all these. I'm sure it smells amazing. You know, that's pretty cool. So I think in the Bowen household, (laughs) probably the the two biggest uh, increases would be um, alcohol consumption. Um, my, <laughs> and, the Charles household, too, sadly. Yeah, okay, there we go. You're and, home. And, I mean, you got more time. Yes, You're just sitting yes. here. <laughs> and Home Chef. Home Food Chef. De- delivery meals, you know what I'm talking ah, about? Oh, okay. You know where they send you the meal and it's all packaged up and mm-hmm. you, you know can act like a, this gourmet chef? I mean, we're, we're doing about five meals a week with Home wow. Chef. And they are excellent, so I'm giving them a plug here. But uh, So that's pretty cool. And then also on this list, what would you think Kristen has had the biggest decline? The biggest decline. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, maybe childcare or clothes. Yeah, yeah. Oil, I would, I, would th- I mean, that's well, one thing that's driving, of course, yes. all the oil prices right now. We're not driving anywhere. But the number one, down 77%, was luggage and suitcase sales. <laughs> well, we can't go anywhere, really. <laughs> we can't go anywhere. Hey, so so if you want that new uh, Louis Vuitton bag or something <laughs> or some of this uh, nice luggage, go ahead and get it now. It's like buying stocks on sale. You know, go buy your luggage. There you go. That's a good idea. <laughs> Lots of shopping around to take advantage of. I mean, truthfully, if you're not being hit hard with the economic part of what's going on, it is a great time to make some purchases mm-hmm. because there's a few sales to be had. People are shopping around for a couple of things. What about shopping around for an advisor? Because studies show that people who work with a financial advisor like yourself, Brandon, are generally better prepared for retirement, obviously. But how are we going to find that advisor who works best for us? Morningstar put that question to Michael Kitsis, who publishes an educational blog for advisors. And here's what he had to say. Think about it from a communication style. People communicate in in different ways. Some are very visual and do a great job drawing pictures and telling stories. If that's what works for you, that's great. Other people love to delve into the numbers. So find yourself an advisor that loves delving into the numbers as much as you do. You have a right to demand and insist that. If you can't find an advisor that can communicate what you need to see and hear, find a different one who does. Brandon, I've said time and time again that I don't know what it takes to make you mad. You are such a friendly, positive person. So I know part of your communication style is just 
being nice and friendly and caring. Mm-hmm. But how would you describe your communication style with people when you sit down with them as an advisor? Yeah, I would say for myself, I I try to be a little bit of both or a lot of both sides of this equation, what he was just talking about there, because I believe that people, they want to work with people they like, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's, right. it's just not fun. Life is too short to be hating and dreading going to talk to XYZ, you know, someone that you have to go talk to, right? That's that's awful. And so I believe that people want to just work with people they have a lot of similar things, interests in common. Maybe it's the Gamecocks or the Tigers or something mm-hmm. like that, or maybe where you live, that kind of thing. So, But a lot of people, I feel like you fall into a couple different buckets. One is the analytical, the numbers guy or girl. And then the other person's usually, this is how it always works. We balance each other out as mm-hmm. a couples a lot of times. The other one is usually visual and goes on a lot of feel, right? Mm-hmm. So again, you know, I try to do both of those. I try to really, you know, see what each one of you needs to understand these plans and, and what we do. And, and so, for example, I just recently sat down with a couple that live up in Somerville mm-hmm. and uh, he's an engineer at Boeing. Okay. Okay. And so uh, they've done a great job growing their money. She's a homemaker, been a homemaker for about 10 years now, the spouse. And so they'd saved about $1.5 million in their VIP plan, which is their 401k. And then, of course, they, uh, Kristen, you know, something big on the news right now is they've got this buyout. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've been worried for a lot of my friends who work over there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a big, big decision on what to do with that. Do we take the lump sum? Do we take the annuity there? So we were, you know, we're talking through all of that. But anyway, we, we sat down and I like to start big picture with everybody. And so we discussed things like, okay, what are your all's concerns? You know, what are your fears? Positive stuff like what are your goals? Okay. Tell me about some traveling. Once you guys, let's say we can make this work financially. Where do you guys want to go once we can travel again? Mm-hmm. Where do you want to go first trip? You know, where's that place that you've been putting off? You know, maybe what are some home improvements that you guys have, have been delaying and something that you might want to do, remodel the kitchen, things like that. But as you might imagine, Kristen, the wife was loving all of this. Of course. Right? Yeah. We were just talking about all those goals and she was just talking and talking and talking, loving it, having a good time. And then, then we started moving in towards the numbers and it's like he comes alive mm. right being an engineer and he's like whoosh, you know these spreadsheets <laughs> whip them oh oh brandon here you go i've already got this prepared and you know he's just talking and working through all that and here's his numbers and his calculations and averages and we start talking about standard deviation and and, and, and he's the wife's it. rolling her eyes like i am like whatever uh, you she, guys are she nerding is out looking out the windows she's you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i got to obviously bring it back to her but with everyone that comes in we really start to boil in and center in on what are the most important things for a solid plan and a retirement plan and that is a foundational income discussing your investments analyzing tax moves that you might want to start making like Roth conversions, your estate, making sure your estate's going to be efficient there. And if you need a trust in place, so a lot of those things that, you know, it all works together, right? So whether you're, you're based on feel and visual and you, you like to see just some flow charts, or if you want to see the spreadsheets, Mm -hmm. right? You know, either way you come at this thing, I've heard when when people leave our office and then, of course, come back for the next meeting, you know, a lot of times the why for the person that's feel based, you know, they they Mm -hmm. get in the car and go, you know, I like him. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel good. I feel like we can we can trust him. And then usually it's the numbers person. They, they're the last to come around because it's got to the numbers got to work out. Right. Yeah. Right. It's got to work out there. So I believe ultimately retirees, you just want to know if you can retire. That's 
I mean, that's probably the biggest question, I think, Kristen, that when people come in, they might start with other questions, but really, I think everyone is just asking, hey, can we retire and still enjoy the same lifestyle as if we were working? Yep, that's the big question. Yeah, I mean, have we saved enough? Because can we produce that income like we're still working? That's what people want. They just want to have that that confidence, that peace of mind, and, and be able to spoil the, the grandkids and, mm-hmm. and, and the kids and take these trips. And, and I believe it all starts with a customized retirement playbook. Connect day or night at bowenfinancialgroup.com. You and I are about the same age, mm-hmm. a little younger than who you help, which is baby boomers. Mm-hmm. I think we're the last generation that even saw a paddle in the school system. <laughs> oh, yeah. In my that elementary ha- school, I remember one being at Springfield in, mm-hmm. I forget who the principal was at the time, but it was hanging in there. It never I was got, used on me. But. Oh, yeah. I got a worse story than that. So I grew up in the upstate of South Carolina, up around mm-hmm. Clemson, up in Oconee County, and my uncle was our principal. Okay. Oh. So I get in trouble one day. I think it was maybe second or third grade. They send me to the principal's office, and he, Uncle Don, he had this long paddle that had holes. Yes, my yeah, principal okay, did so too. Yeah, okay, so it had holes in there because, you know, you need that to be able to compress and the air to <laughs> have a way to escape. So I got paddled by my uncle, and I go home that day, and, of course, Uncle Don had called Dad, and Dad comes in, and I had to go pick my own switch out of the woods as well. And that's just how it is. It's not that way anymore. No. And no, no one should ever harm a child. So I mm-hmm. want to be very clear with that. But there are some kids out here that need to be spanked like we were. I'm just saying. <laughs> yes. And I know that's a whole different debate. Yep. But yep. Yep. I never had to get paddled at the principal's office. But I will tell you one thing. When my mom said, you just wait till your dad gets oh, home, yeah. well, I straightened yep. up real Stacey, fast. Stacy's told me how she would get paddled with those bolo paddles. Hmm. You know, those that had the, the ball that would bounce back and you you hit the ball. <laughs> You know, with the rubber band string on it. Oh, so, my gosh. Uh, so that's a little bit thin. I would have loved to only had that used on me. But uh, yeah, that's the picking what your own to... switch, that was always a thing. <laughs> I have a friend that is genuinely a little uncomfortable with spoons because her mm. mom <laughs> yeah. used to spank her with a spoon. Wooden spoon? Yes. yes. Oh, God. Yep. Oh, times have changed <laughs> so much. If you did that today, you'd catch a case, right? <laughs> now it's time out. Not yeah. yeah, I know. And there's a Snow balance flakes. somewhere in there that's probably right. <laughs> that's that's true. But yep. you and I seem to be okay. I mean, we mm-hmm. pay taxes on time. We're not in jail, never that's been arrested. Right. Everything's okay. So yep. it worked yep. out. I don't know how we got off on this tangent, but it's kind of fun. <laughs> You know, it's better than the tangent that everybody else is on right now, arguing about the virus. And Mm -hmm. we all have mixed feelings about it, for sure. And just want everybody to be healthy, want our economy Mm -hmm. to be healthy, want our personal economy to be healthy and want to do our best to band together and make that happen. A lot of people are looking at their portfolios right now and judging the performance, rightfully so. So is it just the rate of return we should be looking at? Well, motivational speaker and author Tony Robbins, who is such an intense guy but has a lot of interesting (laughs) insight, he tells CNBC that you might be missing the boat if you're not also considering the fees that you're paying. Jack Bogle uh, was a mentor of mine and a dear friend and God rest his soul, beautiful man. And he used to say, the only thing you get in investing is what you don't pay for, right? And he said, you know, the average person doesn't know that 1% more in fees than you should be paying is 10 years because of compounding of fees, 10 years of retirement income you gave up. Is it really that much? Hmm. 
So yes, it can totally add up. So especially if you are looking at that accumulation phase, so maybe in your 30s and 40s, 50s, if you're paying with costly mutual funds, oh man, that can add up to a big disparity uh, by the time you go to retire. And then it's even more important once you go to retire, Mm. okay? But I mean, when you step back, I do have to admit that yes, nothing is free, right? Of course. Nothing is free, and and also cheaper is not always better. Right. We got to keep that. By in the mind, way, right? in this day and age of hard to find toilet paper, everyone's figuring that out <laughs> yeah. for real. For real, you get what you can get, and then it's like, ugh. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you, you want to make sure it's not not too cheap, right? Right. Um, so with with our fees and our investments, we just want transparency. Exactly. Right? I guess an example that I can think of here is that Stacy and I. What we've been doing a lot is using that app uh, called Shipped. Mm-hmm. Oh Have yeah. You heard, you, My yeah, neighbors so what, use it. Okay. It's where you, you know, have someone go to the grocery store, get your groceries and bring it back. And in a time like this over the past few weeks and months, that's proved to be not a hoity-toity thing to do. You know, it's kind of the norm here recently. That's right. And so it's a valuable service that this person is doing for us. They go out there and, and do the shopping and bring it to us. And so, of course, you know, they should get paid. And that's worth the fee right now. It is worth the fee, right? And the best thing is it's transparent. You know, it's, it's, you can see it. I even had Stacy before the show. I said, Hey, can you pull up the receipt from our last shipped? And so, and she did, she pulled it up and she can see, you know, the fee there. And, And of course we can tip that person when they bring the stuff to the door and leave it there and, you know, wave to them and do something nice. So I think, you know, we don't have a problem with fees necessarily. It just needs to be value. We need to find Mm -hmm. value in there. Right. And we want it to be transparent. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so in the market here, basically I do the same thing for clients in regards to your investments. Okay. Mm Kind of like that shipped person. Right. Mm -hmm. So what I do is I go and I shop the stock market instead of the grocery store, but I shop the stock market here. And for my clients, I try to find high quality at low prices and then of course charge a transparent fee. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what people want. And I will say, I've even heard Tony Robbins at another time talk about how high the fees are inside of 401ks. Oh yeah. Right. And that's, that's terrible because a lot of times you have no choice. Hmm. You know, if you're under 59 and a half, you have no choice. You're sitting there putting money into there and you're getting clobbered in fees. So you definitely want to understand how much you're paying in fees in that 401k. But as I said a minute ago, when you go to retirement and you start reducing that risk, you should be reducing your fees big time. Okay. Because, Bottom line, it's not that hard to not take much risk. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If we want to reduce our risk, you know, you can look at simple, simple just bond ETFs or, you know, something at your bank. You're not going to make anything there. But, you know, as you look at low risk investments, it's not that hard to find them. Right. Right. So we should be reducing that risk because those bond funds that I just mentioned, you know, if they're only averaging about one to two percent per year. In growth, that's an average there, and you're sitting here paying a one percent fee. Then that is awful. That's that's like half your gains, mm-hmm. right? For example, I've got a uh, been sitting down actually with a virtual appointment with a retired Bosch employee. Okay, he had done a great job. He had saved about eight hundred thousand dollars. He's single, and when he came to me, he was forty sixty, meaning forty percent aggressive, sixty percent most of his money was defensive. Okay. Hmm. And so his advisor, he told me, he said, my advisor's charging me 1.25% on all of this. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, that's so that, not too bad. Or is well, it? Well, not, not too bad, 
But, you know, on that kind of a balance charging, again, most of that is supposed to be defensive. Ah, right? got it. Which it was. And so that averages out to right at $10,000 a year in fees. Oh, my fees. gosh. Okay. So, okay? see, this gets me. We hear the percentages yes. and we say, oh, that's not that bad. <laughs> and then when you tell me a dollar amount, no, that's yeah. bad. $10,000, right? Because most of those bond positions, you know, that's taken about half the winnings, if not all of the winnings of those uh-huh. bond funds. So anyway, fast forward to our next meetings, I laid out for this uh, potential client here, I said, hey, we can free up for you $7,000 per year. How does that sound? Nice. I love yeah, that. Yeah. And he's like, he said, Brandon, you know what? That actually had had kind of been under my skin because I, I did notice that. And I even asked him about it. I said, okay, so we're staying defensive with most of this and you're still charging me 1.25% on all of my money. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, that's just, that's how we do it. Basically take it or leave it kind of thing. Oh my gosh. And Take I said, it yeah. or leave it. Talk right. about a communication style. Yeah, exactly. He needs some help there. And so I showed him how we're going to be able to get those fees down to just $3,000 a year on the full $800,000. So again, freeing up and finding for him $7,000 a year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so keep that in mind. If you are wanting to reduce your risk, there are no fee, very low fee options out there for you. And it might work better for you and your portfolio. Find out more at bowenfinancialgroup.com. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by Retirement Wealth Advisors. Brandon Bowen is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC registered investment advisor. Bowen Financial Group, Retirement Wealth Advisors are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested.